Welcome to the Volunteer Podcast, where we spill the volunteer. We are Ilsa and Charlotte. We are two volunteers who currently live in Pidan, Slovenia. We wanted to share how we became volunteers and if it's still worth being an ESC volunteer or going abroad during this pandemic. ESC is an EU initiative for youth volunteering. So you can choose between projects that all benefit communities and people around Europe. Yeah, you can choose between short-term and long-term projects. And long-term projects usually last between two and 12 months. There are a lot of different fields you can work in, um, such as youth work, environmental conservation, or also mental health. Well, there are different ways to become ESC volunteer, but I did it through a sending organization. I just uh, went to their site, contacted the organization, and they helped me through the process. There's a database on a website called European Youth Portal, where you can see different projects that are searching for volunteers. You can, I don't know, um, look for projects in different countries, or you can also look for projects in different areas, whatever matters the most for you. Yeah, the other option is, as Ilse says, you can find a sending organization in your own country, that has probably worked with some projects in the past and then you can apply to one of them. Ilse, do you want to share your story? I knew from age 14 that I wanted to take a gap year and go abroad. When I was in my last year of high school, um, I was looking for projects to do online. My, my mom found Erasmus and that was kind of the cheapest way because there are like, you can go to Africa, for example, and just spend a lot of money on like volunteering. And I knew that like I didn't have that much money to spend. This is what we found. It was actually perfect for me because, you know, you had volunteering, you went abroad, you stayed in the same place for a while and you don't have to pay that much money. So that, that's like that's such a big pro to me. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to pay money to do volunteering. You actually get money for food and to stay at a place here. It's not the other way around. Going like so young away from me, it's like going in Europe itself. Yeah, it's just a smaller step to the bigger ones. Yeah, yeah. I think normally you could go home for the weekend. I mean, flights are pretty cheap within Europe. Right now, obviously, there are travel restrictions, but you're just closer to home. If something happened, you would be home in a yeah. few hours. So I also uh, always wanted to go abroad after high school. Um, I didn't... Well, it wasn't an exchange year, but I spent eight months in New Zealand while I was in high school. And um, yeah, I just really enjoyed living abroad, I guess. And I wanted to go abroad again after high school, but have a different experience. And um, initially, I wanted to go to Chile in South America and do a volunteering project there. Yeah, for a year as well. And I found an organization, applied, I even knew my project. I was going to work with um, like refugees. Um, but yeah, then guess what? <laughs> Corona happened. And obviously I couldn't um, go to Chile at that point. I have no idea if the borders are open right now, but yeah, at that point it just wasn't possible. Yeah, like I really had to find plan B. I was thinking if I should just start studying, but it just didn't like sit right with me because I mean, I didn't just want to do a year abroad for nothing. Like I really believe in the benefits you get from it. So I still wanted to have that even during a pandemic. So yeah, I um, heard about this ESC project actually on the seminar I attended for the program in um, Chile. I looked into it and then I also applied for yeah, a sending organization and then I found the project here in Pilar in Slovenia. I actually didn't really know that much about Slovenia. I knew that I had driven through it when going to Croatia, but I googled Pilar. It looked really beautiful and I applied and then I had the interview and I just thought that I got on really well with Martina and Varia and I was on my way like two weeks later, literally. It was quite spontaneous. 
Okay, so what is it like here living in Slovenia and volunteering, especially during Corona times? Right now, it kind of like right right now we're at home, which kind of sucks. But when we were not at home, like um, oh, it was so much fun. Like we were not at home for one and a half weeks. Like Slovenia lifted the lockdown, um, I think mid February, maybe maybe beginning of February. But the region where we live in is like the worst off in the whole of Slovenia. So our youth center only opened one and a half weeks before. A new lockdown was announced. We have just spent a lot of time working from home. Yeah, that, that kind of, you know, I got used to it. And like, I, I think, you know, we cannot do a thing about it. It's like in everywhere else, it's, it's, it's just the same. So I've, you know, accepted it. But I just really enjoyed those uh, one and a half weeks where mm-hmm. I would go to work, like just work in the morning. And then after uh, in the afternoon, I would play games with the children and just talk with them. You know, I learned a lot of, like, more Slovenian, I think, in a while. Like, you know, yeah. you actually talk to them. Because I think those months where we were just staying at home, we actually didn't really learn a lot of yeah. Slovenian. So. We didn't really interact with the, like, No, we, we went I to think, the supermarket yeah. and that was it. I think in the beginning, it was fine working from online because everyone was like, okay, this is a new situation. And the kids were also really motivated to play online games. Um, but, yeah, now I think everyone is just fed up with the whole zoom thing and i also think we hit a low in november because we couldn't like we literally didn't see anyone for a month even in our household like we had a we hit a low we had days where we didn't even see each other like so that's why we also decided to go home for the whole of december basically over christmas and i think that was a good um, decision as well because um, i think we were both really fed up with the situation it was we still worked online we still saw each other every day like on zoom and yeah it was just nice to spend christmas with our family i guess but then it was also really good to come back in January when things started to look a bit better and we could do more stuff. Obviously, there's still restrictions and right now we're in like a mini lockdown. I think we, yeah. We, yeah, we really made the best out of the new <laughs> freedom we had. Like we did, made a lot of trips all around Slovenia and we yeah, also like just, just here in the, in the Lucia or Pira municipality, like we've done a lot. Like we, we went stand-up paddling, we went hiking, we went to the beach, we go to be that and you get ice cream a lot because the ice cream is really good. It's really good, yeah. Compared to the supermarket ice cream, it's so bad. Also, Slovenia is kind of like a hidden gem. I don't think a lot of people know about Slovenia, to be honest. Yeah, like, no, it's like not well known at all. It's, mm-hmm. it, the country has really like a lot of things to see, it's, see especially like nature kind of stuff. In such a small yeah. space as well. Yeah. And Ljubljana is really pretty, but also like Piran has like it, it has like multiple countries in, it, in the country yeah, itself. It's like, like, it's like an intersection of like the Germanic the Slavic and the Italian, uh, Roman, Italian yeah. kind of world. It, it is really pretty because the part where we live at, it's like really Italian kind of vibey. And then you have the other the other side of the country. Yeah, so it kind of like, looks like Austria, but with a spin on it. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and it, the nature here is super, like, it's beautiful. And mm. yeah, it also doesn't quite enjoy the mountains as much as well, I do. The walking on them and walking down, but you know the view is pretty mm-hmm. and like with my hate for mountains i like it so yeah Sylvia is just a really cool country i think if you really want to go abroad uh, because you want to learn another language or like that's your priority maybe Slovenia is not the place to go if that's your only priority because like to be fair Slovenian is really really hard to learn and, um, and so, like, not a lot of people speak yeah, the language. Two million, two million people. So you won't meet a lot of people who speak the language, I think. What I also wanted to say is, like, about volunteering in Europe as opposed to other parts of the world, if that's possible again. I think it's really cool because 
you are European citizen, we all have the European citizenship. It's like really cool that you can, you're allowed or you have the right to live and work in another country. And I think it's really cool to make use of that because for a lot of people, Europe is like this, okay, there's some people living in Brussels making decisions that sort of impact us, but only like in an economic way, like it doesn't really touch my life. And I think that's um, the the image a lot of people have about Europe. But I think Europe is like a lot more like, you know, there's this European civil society that you don't really take part in normally. And there are so many different cultures here. It's like, I I, I would think there are way more cultures here than the United States, even though I've never been there. So I am actually not allowed to say something. Yeah, for example, they only like, the most of the country speaks like English and I mean that's so not Europe, Europe like there are so many different languages in this um, in this continent I guess um, yeah. and I think it's also important to kind of meet other people because I think we all have like different ideas and different um, opinions about the EU and Europe as a whole um, and I think it's really important to exchange with other people from other countries and like you know because they have different ideas and dif- they think like different problems should be addressed you, you live in another country, like we live in Slovenia, but um, we meet people from all over Europe. Yeah, like, you, you, yeah, you learn so much more also about their cultures, you know? Oh yeah, also, um, well, I think what's really cool about the ESC and what might be an advantage of like, you know, home office and working from home right now is that it leaves you with a lot of time, a lot of space um, to develop your own projects, you know what I mean? Like. Um, I think most ESC projects, they're really open if you're like, okay, I'm really into, I don't know, filmmaking or I'm really into whatever you're into. <laughs> I don't know, even if you're into knitting, for example, they'll probably happily accept knitting workshops for their children. And not, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can really um, bring your own interests. Yeah, it's, it's really free. And um, yeah. the last volunteer from the Netherlands here like made like a science club. Yeah. And did just science projects with other pe- uh, people, but there are also people who are just traveling. Well, not right now, but we're traveling. Yeah, I I'm, I just made like a, a travel video um, thing about our travels. To wrap it up, we can say that doing an ESC is definitely worth it. It's a really cool experience. Yeah, I mean, there's still things you can do. Um, you know, Corona's in every country, so. You know, even if there's a lockdown in Slovenia right now and in Germany that there isn't, probably in two weeks it's going to be the other way around or something. So you can't, like, you can't really plan. But I think, um, yeah, a lot of projects will hopefully have like a good concept to do online stuff right now, so you can still work um, and you will have a lot of time to develop your own projects. Are we? Thanks for listening to this podcast. Okay, have a nice day. Ciao. Ciao. Nasvidenje.